0: Is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom a fitting end to the DCEU? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. and happy new year welcome back to only stupid answers if you're just listening to the podcast we we didn't leave but for for those that watch live we were on break and now we're back now uh i'm your host dj woldridge with me as always is roxy stryer hi roxy
1: hi dj didn't even ask you how's my internet looking it was not so good this morning
0: uh, so far, so good. There might be a hint of a lag, but it's just a hint. So, you know, if, if I hadn't just mentioned it now, nobody would have known.
1: Oh, who's to say? If it's a lag who's... or if it's a drag or if it's a joke, yeah. I'm playing on all of you.
0: Who, who, Who's to say? Nobody knows. But uh, as always, this is the show where we talk about movies, TV shows, comic books. This week, we're going to be talking about Aquaman 2. We had to wait till after the holidays to talk about it. Because uh, I'll be candid, it was a little tricky to get a screening of it. And having now seen it, I understand why.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, yeah. it just, I have you well, we will talk about it. We'll talk about it. We
0: <laughs> will talk about it. Uh, but a, a little business up top. Uh, if you're like watching live, how do I do that? You can do that over at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. You're able to get these episodes early, ad-free. You're able to get our exclusive content, uh, Patreon-exclusive content, What We're Into, and Spiderversity. All that stuff is gearing back up. Sal and I on Versity. we're about ready to wrap up Spectacular Spider-Man and dive into Across the Spider-Verse, so that'll be really cool. If you want to check that out, do that over at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. And then, uh, oh, if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five star review and DJ didn't pull up his doc. So he's a little behind for a second. Uh, and then, um, every week on Spotify, we ask you a question last I'm combining the last two. What was your favorite movies and shows of last year? Uh, Yeshu Wazalewski said, "Across the Spider, this is for movies. Across the Spider Verse, The Boy and the Heron. Surprisingly, Quiz Lady. I don't even, I don't even know what that movie is. Uh, it's Barbie the Sandra and, uh,
1: O movie that's on streaming that I just keep seeing recommended for me, and I really should probably watch it. Is it Sandra O oh and like, let me see it. Somebody else that I really like I too. I don't
0: know, but Sandra O's a big sell. I like her. and I know, me always. too.
1: Yeah, Sandra O oh yeah. and Aquafina. All right." I, I, real, you, all right in it. all right oh my god
0: all right quiz lady barbie and oppenheimer of course in evil oh and of course evil dead rise love that movie as well uh wiki it uh lou thank you for the pronunciation hopefully I, I nailed the your the pronunciation you gave me um from one to ten this is tv shows succession blue eye samurai scavengers Reign. the bear the wheel of time the last of us the makani Oof. Uh reservation dogs Demon Slayer Scott Pilgrim takes off. That's just, it's just a reminder how much con- like shows and stuff are put out because it's like I don't even what even is that? <laughs>
1: it's always super weird when there is if there's a movie that I haven't heard of, very expected. When there's yeah. a TV show that I have never heard anybody mention, I'm like, what? That's my th- yeah. whole jam. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. I actually can't even find the McCone- oh, okay, the McConnie. Cooking for the Maiko house. So let's see, it was a huh. drama. Two inseparable friends moved to Kyoto to chase their dreams of becoming Maiko, but I don't know that word, but decide to pursue different passions while living under the same roof. It was a Japanese show that came out January 12th, 2023. So, top of the year last year. Am I, I able
0: to watch it on a platform that I have?
1: It looks like it's on Netflix right now. I'm clicking on there it you to go. see. Yep. Okay.
0: That's interesting. I wonder what could have happened last year that Netflix is putting a lot more international content on their platform. I wonder. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> anyway, speaking of content transition, listen, uh, Roxanne and I are making a movie together. It's a crime thriller called Gunplay. We're now officially doing the promotion for it after many moons of waiting. Uh, if you go to gunplaymovie.com, you can hit notify me on launch so that when it launches, uh, you'll know when the campaign launches and you can be there first day, there will be some launch exclusive rewards. This is, I was just talking about this with Roxy before the show. This is super important because this gives me a good gauge of interest in the campaign before it launches. Um, so not only does it help you because then the second the campaign goes up, you can uh, be there, get some first day launch perks there's also we also um have uh some launch goals so if we hit a certain number within those first couple of days you get extra stuff so you get extra things by being there at launch but it also helps me uh, determine wh- you know where this campaign can go and what i can expect out of all that stuff so please 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 go to gunplaymovie.com click notify me on launch also yeah i feel like this is a safe space to talk about this as a podcast if you're listening here you might have been listening here for a minute Uh, I feel like it is safe to say this movie, it's a crime thriller called Gunplay. This movie, uh, I was talking about it with my wife. Literally everything I've done for the past 10 years or more since I've moved out to LA has been going to this moment. So if I have ever once given you an ounce of joy in content, please, please go go click notify me on launch and go back to this campaign when it launches. It is quite a big deal to me um uh, on the you side on what you get out of it i think the movie's gonna be pretty cool if you like movies like good time if you like pulp fiction if you like even even stuff more comedy adjacent like the big lebowski i think you will enjoy this movie and also roxy's in it what's out to like plus a bunch of other people steve zaragoza brie srig Whitney Moore a lot of great people uh that's my pitch for it roxy do you have anything yeah to i have say? a couple
1: things to tack yeah. on to that dj um Number one, I, that might be the closest you've gotten to getting me in tears on this show because yeah. it is so effing hard to do what you're doing, and you're doing <sighs> it, and yeah. it is so hard. Uh, okay, but rewinding for a second, I also learned as I've been looking into Kickstarter things that if you don't hit the the notify me, then it doesn't help us at all with the algorithm. So even if you like put a yeah. note in your phone, okay, check back in in a couple of weeks or whatever, it's not help, as helpful as actually hitting notify me because we'll yeah. be pushed up in the Kickstarter algorithm the more notifies me we get. So yeah. hopefully people are... They want to uh, be involved in the campaign and they want to get the perks of the campaign. But even if you're not sure if you're going to support the campaign, still hitting notify me really helps get us to that next step. So that's pretty cool, too. And that's a free thing you can do that helps us. That's easy. Um, And share it to your friends as well and have them do that as well, which would be awesome. And the second part of this is that I love this script. And that doesn't matter to you guys at home right now because you haven't read the script, Mm -hmm. but it will matter. I think the reason that DJ was so easily able to get all of these awesome people to sign on is because the movie's super fucking good. He wrote it unbelievably smartly. And if you love DJ's taste, you see every bit of that in this movie. So it's really cool. You did such a great job with making it attainable because I do believe that we could definitely make this because there's a... Uh, the way that you went about it, the way that we're going about it in the three different parts, also with the locations um, and using really, really successful people that you already have a great working relationship with so you know it will go smoothly. I just think yeah. that this is more than doable. We are going to do it and I think it's fucking awesome. So yeah, I can't believe it. And it was really cool, DJ, that you did this at the top of the year. I know you wanted to do it for the last mm. 20 years. But yeah, yeah. amazing is that I think you're ready now like this isn't now uh oh what's gonna happen now we're doing it period hell or high water that's what's going on so yeah it's just fucking awesome i'm stoked to be a part of it and i I hope that everybody clicks on the button
0: Yes, please. And I'm stoked to have you be a part of it. And uh, thank you for all that. And yeah, totally. I think you're right. I think now as much as so for the people that don't know, I did a little TikTok about it. It'll come up again in the Kickstarter video. Um, the Originally, I've been working on the script for 10 years, like I have drafts of it from like 10 years ago, and then probably longer. Uh, versions of it. There's been a lot of iterations of it. Um, and the original plan was to launch a version of this campaign in 2019. I had to push it to early 2020. We filmed some test footage and it was one of those, like we were on set filming test footage as we were all getting notifications like this place is shut down, this place for COVID, uh, this place is shut down. And we're like, oh my God, uh, this is, this is, this is really happening. This is a big deal. You know, cause I think I was, I was part of, we were part of the group uh, like a lot of Americans that were like, is it is it that big a deal? Is it gonna be and then it's like everything's shutting down. And so you know we're like okay, they're saying we're quarantined for three weeks. no big deal three weeks, no big deal um, And uh, obviously it was a very big deal. And so now f- well, three years later we were trying to do the campaign last year and for logistical reasons we had to wait till after the campaign. So now four years, after the after some of these people Roxy read a version of the script four years ago. Some of the actors involved have been attached for that amount of time. Uh it's been a long it's been a it's been a long haul. But all's uh, well that
1: ends well for me, DJ, because if this just, had been four years ago, I wouldn't have been involved in the project in the same way. It was, so. Yeah.
0: It yeah. was a different it was a different version of the script and then and then this new draft, I was there's a part that I was like, Roxy it would be really great for this.
1: Big W for your girl. I was like, Yeah, yeah let's go.
0: So hope we're here now, you know. Let's hope nothing uh, knock on wood, fingers crossed, nothing major happens, because the campaign's gonna launch and it by the end of the month, uh, is the is the goal. We're we'll we'll reveal this specific day as we get closer. Um, but if you want to know day one, when the campaign launches like roxy said hit that notify me on launch uh uh, link just doing a note to yourself isn't as helpful to us so it'd be great if you hit that notify me on launch Um, and more information will be coming soon we got a lot of exciting things planned so stay tuned for all of that now let's get down to business to defeat the huns and talk about news uh you know beginning of the year little little light on new stuff except that oh my goodness mickey mouse a version of mickey mouse one very specific uh, disney will have you know very specific version of mickey mouse <laughs> is a public domain specifically the steamboat willie version and i think there was another uh, short that came out around this time that that same version of mickey is now public domain um playing crazy everybody's favorite mickey mouse film playing crazy um is public domain along with a bunch of other stuff that nobody's talking about uh but you know whatever um so roxy what steamboat willie version of mickey mouse themed piece of media do you have planned now that he's public domain
1: i mean i saw legitimately the creepiest photos ever about steamboat willie horror uh, the game development that they're doing with like mm-hmm. the teeth all rotted and all and everything, yep. uh, and you just know there's got to be some kind of Steamboat Willie orgy happening in the future. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, <laughs> I think people are going to get freaky deaky with this because also I'm confused on the on the guidelines between like is it ju- is he always Steamboat Willie if he's Steamboat Willie as Mickey? does he have to be on the steam, but like what exactly, how far can you push that to just now you're just using Mickey mouse. And then somebody asked me the other day, they said, is this what happened with Winnie the Pooh? And that's how they were able to do blood and honey. Uh, And so it does, it opens up a lot of possibilities and Mm -hmm. uh, I, I love public domain things because it saves creators a lot of money while giving Mm -hmm. them eyes and ears on things. But also, I wish we could trust everybody. Some people are going to do some nasty things with... Some nasty, nasty things with Mickey.
0: I do wish some of the stuff we were seeing was a little bit more creative than what they did with Pooh, which was, what if we did that Pooh thing but with Mickey? And it's like, well, one, the Pooh guys already did it. Two... Who's always been kind of like lovable and innocent, like Mickey has been the face of a major corporation like uh, South Park has a version of Mickey that's like an asshole evil guy like that's not as interesting with Mickey, but then i told- then I thought to myself like wait a second, Superman was created in nineteen thirty eight so I just have to wait another uh decade plus and then i I can make my 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 public domain Superman movie. <laughs>
1: he can't I think fly that
0: that... <laughs> he won't be able to fly and his costume might not be my favorite but he's public domain
1: <laughs> oh my god I saw the funniest joke this week uh Seth MacFarlane was retelling it but he didn't he couldn't remember who initially said it but he said it was some woman in maybe Australia or something and she was like what happened with the first dude that was he was so excited about a bird like, it's a bird it's a plane. the first yeah. guy, it's a bird it's like yeah you never seen one of those before yeah um, we have birds yeah way. yeah that's true i guess that james gunn has really 10 years to solidify whatever's going on with superman otherwise he's about to have a lot of creators up in that ish
0: using mm-hmm. snoops
1: to do some freaky deaky stuff but yeah i do think that this is cool it does give creators a chance to use a property that a lot of them probably love to elevate their work and maybe get more eyes on it but do I really care about Mickey murdering people? <laughs> no. Yeah. Do I really care <laughs> about a lot of the things I think some freaks are going to do? No. But I would like to see. A, a, I like Mickey. I like the <laughs> the whole gang. And eventually they'll all be there. So, yeah, it's kind of fun.
0: Well we'll get there eventually. Uh, I just looked it up. The Fleischer Superman cartoons, uh, which is still one of my favorite versions of Superman, 1941. So I just have to hold out till 2041.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Oof. And then That's I could do my own version of the Fleischer Superman. He's got the best costume. He can fly. He's got a lot of abilities. Anyway, we'll That's see. And also like, more time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, the, but the other, the other thing, and I think these Mickey folks Hopefully, they, they're talking to some legal people because, like you said, where does the line exist? Um, you know, you know D- Disney's going to know where that line exists, and they're going to watch it litigiously.
1: Yeah, that's definitely yeah. true. I'm. Oh, I was listening to this unbelievable interview this week of um, Cat Williams. Have you been hearing all about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of the whole thing, so I can't even – I was going to pitch you that we talk about it, DJ, but then I was like, We're- I don't even know.
0: I, I, I would i what... would i would I would suggest that you and I might not be the correct ones to uh, I just know i think I find Cat Williams very funny, and the clips I saw like that this is still very funny
1: oh <laughs> uh, it was truly, truly wild, but he the only thing that I'm going to mention right now is he mentions being sued by Disney for having he was going by cat and hat when he first started uh, oh, cat okay wow. and yeah. that he had like just no money was homeless going by cat and hat and they sued him for uh they sent a cease and desist for uh, otherwise $25,000 or something and that that's why he changed his name because he was like oh my god disney know what the fuck fine yeah, yeah i have it no problem but like oh my yeah. god that's so much money um and like you said disney's disney they and they're just such a beast that somehow while cat williams is homeless they find him mm-hmm. and they yep. still know like don't fuck with our name well, and that's the other
0: thing that I, I, you know, these people are probably aware of um, uh, because this isn't, you know, whatever. They're probably aware of this, but it doesn't even matter really if you're legally in the clear. Right. Uh, because Disney has better lawyers than you. And so all that matters is that they can convince a judge or a courtroom or whoever that you're not in the clear. So even if letter of the law, you're obeying the letter of the law. Uh, you, it could still be bad for you you know what I mean so you know whatever uh, no, Again, not
1: even that DJ not all that matters is that they can convince the court all that matters is that they can bleed you dry and then yeah. even if they're wrong even if they lose yeah. you still have no money left
0: yeah yeah you still penniless So but yeah, I'm going to still be paying attention I would keep them so that, on
1: the steamboat right now just to not keep them on the steamboat
0: <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then I'll pay attention to what's happening so that when 1938 or 2038 rolls around we'll see what happens We talked about at the top of the show we are talking about Aquaman and the last kingdom Aquaman and the last movie in the DCEU officially it's done and buried everybody uh, so I've seen this movie uh, Roxy you have not
1: yet yeah, this is crazy DJ and I think it is this is a, a strong indication of how this movie is doing that mm-hmm. I, Roxy Stryer yeah host of DC Movie News, DC Obsessed, that's my bread and Mm -hmm. butter, started DC Movie News eight years ago with the start of the franchise, essentially. Have Mm -hmm. seen and loved and bled and sweat and teared over DCEU. I've been up to date on every piece of news that has come out about this. This is coming to an end. We're starting a new era. And I didn't see this movie Mm -hmm. i'm not like doing a hard stance i'm never gonna see aquaman it's so not like that it just was so poorly reviewed and spoken about by people that i trust and love that i was like you know what i'm trying to save a bit of money these days going Mm -hmm. to the movies it's not even just the ticket like in order to try and enjoy this i'm gonna have to get candy I'm gonna have to do (laughs) parking, which is expensive in LA. This is gonna be a thirty dollar thing for me, and I actually I'm gonna just keep my thirty dollars and wait till it comes out.
0: Yes, and I would love to say, you know, listen, it's worth going to see. It's the last one. I wish they'd thrown any sort of like I. So so I've become. uh, Yeah, it's not even uh, you know I'm 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 critical of the Snyder movies, but even beyond that, like I enjoyed. The first, I enjoyed the first Aquaman quite a bit. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I thought it had a lot of um, inventive—might be too strong a word—ideas, but a lot of cool ideas. Like it just kept hitting you with new, interesting stuff. Uh, I thought it did. You know, Aquaman's not my favorite property, and I thought it, it got a lot of mileage out of it. And so, and I thought the cast was good. I, I like uh, I like Jason Momoa. I like Patrick Wilson. I like Yaya Abdul Mateen. Uh, I like Amber Heard. You know, I like Nicole Kidman. I like all these people. Um, so I was ready to give this one. The benefit of the doubt um and i would love to say that you should do the same and i would love that like you know for all the ups and downs so many downs uh you i it would have been cool if they thrown any sort of bone to like hey not we did you know i don't know like hey well you know it happened everybody uh and it was just such a it's it was, it was it felt like such a shrug of a movie to the point where because you, you'd think you'd think that they would go like listen we already have we already have gun james gun locked and loaded um we already have this new one going james wan just go ape shit man just fucking cut loose don't worry about it do whatever you want because it doesn't matter just make a dope movie and that's clearly not what happened they're like let's well let's you, it just feels executive, executive noted to death. It, it literally it feels to me, Roxy, that anything that they did not pre viz four years ago, any action scene they did not pre viz four years ago, has been cut from the movie. Hmm. You know what I mean? Well, uh, we
1: with the reshoots, too, right?
0: As far as my understanding, yeah, there's been a bunch of reshoots. There's been a bunch of retooling. This was supposed to come out before Flash. Was it? Wait because I know I my understanding is at one point it had Michael Keaton's Batman in it and then uh it, then they reshot it with Ben Affleck's Batman and now I can tell you there's not a, any Batman in it. Uh there's a, there's none. There's zero Batman in it.
1: Wait, there's um, Are you telling me for serious that no Ben Affleck is in this? Nope. Wait, what was up with that then?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea. What was up with all and, the
1: Momoa Affleck press and stuff they did?
0: I don't know he's not in the movie <laughs> not not again uh and there's there's a bunch of voiceover um um uh amber heard is is in the movie for a couple key scenes a uh, couple key action scenes but and, and like there's scenes where like Aquaman's raising their son and it's like Mira should be here like Mira why isn't Mira here and so
1: I and, Matt DJ I heard that she is in a ton of the movie and then I heard that she's in almost none of the movie I'm confused
0: she's in, she's in very little of the movie and she's absent from uh, scenes like family, personal scenes that she should, the character very much should be there. There are some action scenes where she does have some big moments. And again, it's like, yeah, you pre-vis this, you spent the money to CG it. So you kept it in there. What was more conspicuous to me was, um, uh, cause I don't agree with the decision of, uh, cutting Amber Heard out of it, but I at least understand the, why that would happen. Um, Nicole Kidman's weirdly not in the movie. And it makes me think that it makes me to the point that I wonder if a lot of Nicole Kidman, Kidman scenes were with Amber Heard being like, Hey, you're a new mom. I'm a mom. Let's talk about mom shit. Like Nicole Kidman's like not in the movie. Like Dolph Lundgren, who you may not remember was Mira's dad oh. has way more screen time than Nicole Kidman, who is not only Aquaman. This movie's about Aquaman reconnecting with, patrick wilson's arm, his half-brother so you think nicole kidman their, their connection is nicole kidman you think she'd like factor into the movie like she'd be a big part of the movie she's barely in it
1: do you think there's a um, no cut of this movie dj that had a lot more heart
0: yeah i would imagine it would have to because it it's literally it literally feels like and here's the action scene and here's the next action scene and here's another and it's like I don't the only the only moment on an emotion level that works is um one Patrick Wilson is great I I don't think Jason Momoa is doing his best work here uh uh he's just Jason he's just Jason Momoa it's just Jason Momoa hanging out with Patrick Wilson playing Orm but the one emotional moment that does work is when they call back to their conflict in the first movie. like go back like, hey, remember in the first movie how we established that I wanted a brother, but then you hated me? Remember that little emotional beat? And it's like, yeah, that was a good emotional beat. Well, that's what you're getting in this movie. (laughs) Literally, I'm not kidding. They literally flash back to a scene from the first movie, and it's like, oh, yeah. I like that moment in the first movie.
1: (laughs) That's such a weird choice. And also probably they had to do that because this movie came out five years later. So people probably didn't remember what the hell there there is.
0: I, it's one of two things. I think you're right. Like, Hey, five remember five years ago, but also I think to degree, there's so many flashbacks. I think that it might be to a degree to paper over edits, reshoots, retooling, uh, any of that stuff. Um, yeah, it, it's really it's it's a really kind of soulless uh, movie. Movie Yaya Abdul Mateen is great uh, with what he's given. Um, I think Patrick Wilson is really good, um, uh, and it, it's pro- probably also because he has the most interesting stuff to do. He was the villain in the last movie. This is him. There's a there's a fantastic moment where like Aquaman's like like yeah I don't even want to be king and like Patrick Wilson's like whoa hold on a second <laughs> that whole fight we had where I was king and you stopped me from being king. You don't even want to be king. And he's like, yeah, if you hadn't tried to destroy the surface world, you would have been fine. And it's this moment of like him having to recalculate everything he thought he knew. Orm is trying to recalculate everything he thought he knew about the conflict from the last movie. That's great. And Patrick Wilson's good at it. And it's like, yeah, do do more. You have, it's there. And also the plot, what black man is trying to do, and, and and the consequences of it they i think they literally say the words it's super climate change it's like oh my fucking god oh my god what are we
1: doing <laughs> what's happening right now
0: uh i'm looking just, at the box kind
1: of... office dj it <laughs> Please, has thank you. 261 million worldwide right now we obviously know yeah. the first one broke a billion dollars yes uh, i thought this was going to perform a little better simply because not not better than the first one but better than it's doing Do, yeah. it was Chris. Came out at Christmas and DC. Mm-hmm. And a little people, competition. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: So it seems like it's losing money for sure because with the reshoots <laughs> and everything. And uh do you think that this movie, like, if you saw this movie, would you have been able to predict that this movie was going to be an absolute bust?
0: I, I saw it in like a, as uh, like
1: box office wise. Seeing this, are you like, yeah, that makes sense that it's not making its yeah. money.
0: Yeah. Uh, And, 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 you know, there's conversations that are being had of like, you know, the the announcement of guns movies really killed these. And it's like, one, I think you're overestimating how much general audiences, you know, the interconnectivity uh, helped with the MCU. It, It definitely added to the sense of that you need to see everything. And that obviously helped. Um, But those movies were well received. Uh, The DC movies, the interconnected DC movies have been uh, consistently on a lot shakier ground. And I would argue, I think you and I would disagree on this, other than Blue Beetle, uh, all of the movies that DC has released post the gun announcement, if they were good, I think they would have done good. I think they are bad. Uh, In fact, fact, the, the two of them, Shazam and Aquaman, are sequels to movies I liked, and I uh, was so disappointed in both their sequels that I was like, wait, did I, was I like crazy? Were the other ones like bad and I just didn't know? <laughs> that's that's how disappointing these movies were. Like they're making me rethink similar. I did a tweet about this, similar to like Wonder Woman 1984. It's like, wait, did, was I wrong about the first Wonder Woman? Did I just, is it rose colored glasses? I don't think I was. I think those movies were fun. No. But it's not just, it's not just the gun announcement. I think a lot of unfair blame is being, on that and they're, and the they're, and, they're, and while it, 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 there's no way around it like you can't we've learned you can't just like you couldn't have shot the new superman cast the new superman movie in secret without letting people know hey by the way we're rebooting everything <laughs> um yeah i think if the movies had been better it wouldn't have mattered box office wise
1: yeah it was always on it we started on shaky ground so we ended on shaky ground we started without a plan so we ended in a weird way like i'm not i it's it's a double-edged sword sometimes because i will sit here all day and say hit singles right like stop trying to make this big thing work when you're not even hitting singles but at the same time while we want studios to hit singles We also need them to have some semblance of a plan. If this single Mm -hmm. works, what is next? And what never happened here was that. Man of Steel (laughs) happened. There was never another one. That's effing wild. We introduced Batman and Wonder Woman in a movie of not their own. That's a wild choice. Just all of it, just being super we did a, a justice league movie before we did individual movies for all of the members of the justice league, really yeah. wild choice. So it's not surprising to end on shaky ground. I think that there were some really solid movies in here. I really enjoyed everything that had to do with Harley Quinn, loved mm-hmm. birds of prey. I really Agreed. loved the first wonder woman movie. Yeah. Um. I think, Thought that the first Shazam movie was awesome. I thought the first Aquaman movie was super fun. So there I think mm-hmm. there were some big highlights in here. A lot of uh guns doing being the the hope for the future as well that I'm stoked yeah. about. But just in terms of how we're ending the DCU, it's like, well, you kind of get what you the ingredients you put in. If you're trying yeah. to make a pizza and you're buying shitty ingredients, it's gonna taste shittier. Like,
0: it's just it, the other thing to me is is knowing what we know now, you know, like they're rebooting it. It's crazy that Flash and Aquaman in particular feel so uh like the studio was so involved. And it's like you know you're rebooting. So let them cut loose, let them do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like why are you why are you to, what are you trying to protect at this point? Jason Momoa is not going to be Aquaman this Aquaman movie is not gonna connect to what James Gunn's doing. So let James Wong go wild. Like let's script was like,
1: already done at that point. I mean But if- they
0: clearly re I mean, if watching the movie it feels like they really like took a hatchet to it, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, who cares then? Like yeah, why, totally. why why? Why?
1: <laughs> Something to be excited about a little bit because you mentioned him and I was talking to one of my girlfriends this week. So one of my best friends uh went to Juilliard and I didn't know this as she was telling me she was in she was there at the same time as uh, David Cornwell, and oh wow, I was like, oh, super cool. Um, and she was like, he's really fucking good, and obviously anybody who goes to Juilliard is really fucking good. So yeah. it sounds like they got an actor, like you know, you don't for Superman you don't cast somebody from Juilliard unless you're planning on having somebody who is a classically trained performer.
0: Cool. Well, And the stuff I've seen him in, he's yeah. great. And and um, uh, I really liked, they're very different tones, but I really liked The Suicide Squad and I really liked Peacemaker. So I'm personally pretty hopeful about the future. And also, uh, Kayla Marie says, uh, as a DC girl, it's been so sad with them recently. Uh, Blue Beetle's the only one where I felt like the people who made it cared and had fun. And I also think it's kind of telling that the only one, James Gunn, is like, like hey, yeah, keep a Blue Beetle um, probably is going to carry over to yeah, and it's like and it's like yeah, dude, that good choice. That actor was good uh, as Blue Beetle. Keep that one around. Keep that in your back pocket.
1: So as we uh, are looking forward to things, we've been I've been hearing that this they're ta- calling the start of the Gun Era with they're saying the Penguin is the start of the Gun Era, which is interesting because the Penguin is going is obviously connected to the Batman. Which did yeah. not start in the Gun era, so that's not his casting, that's not his universe, that's not his world, but that's what the f- the first thing he's having his fingerprint on, because Elseworlds. Uh, okay. What do you? How do you feel about that? What do you make of that?
0: That seems weird to me. What I've been hearing, and I think you know what you're like. Th- what you're referring to is like he's. He's a part of that production. Um, and, and what I've been hearing, and I think this is more along the lines of, like, specifically a part of this universe, which is also a weird starting point, is that uh, Creature Commando's animated series. Uh, so no matter how you slice it, odd starting points uh, either either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also maybe, like, maybe beneficial in that we're easing in, everybody. We're laying though, We're just easing into this new setting. Here's my. Here's my question to you, uh, Roxy. How much of this new? Because I want to be excited. Superman's my guy. If even if James Gun, James Gunn at least seems excited, uh, and and that makes me. I don't think he's done uh, any of his work. I don't think he's done a character that's as openly. Optimistic as Superman, or or at least like less cynical, but he seems dedicated. Like he seems on the ball. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to to like. Oh yeah, this is great. How much of this do you think we're going to see? You know what I mean? Before uh, Zavzlov acts as it, or they sell it to a different corporation, and now they want to put their stamp on it. How like uh, how invested should I get?
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a good question because you know we're seeing right now. The, the rumors that disney's gonna buy paramount there's a lot of different and that doesn't have to do with warner brothers but just things are on well, the i thought it was
0: warner the- brothers that was trying to buy paramount
1: no i think it's disney that's trying to buy paramount is it warner brothers trying to buy paramount i
0: thought it was War- i thought it was warner brothers meeting with paramount it's all going to become one corporation next time we have strikes people are going to need to pick it like two studios
1: the monopolies <laughs> are so real in this town and just in general but yeah, yeah. It, it's there's two th- different issues i mean it, it, I'm, I'm torn about things like this too because it's like at the same time you want all your characters to be together right like in agreement yeah. dream world uh dc and marvel merge and are all under one parent company so that we can have iron man chilling with batman like obviously mm-hmm. as a nerd that's what you hope for but also you want as many companies as possible so that yeah. there is for eighty reasons, so that actors are getting paid, so they can the yeah. studios. There's nobody who's a monopoly, and that the, they're the only shop in town. Uh, so that when they don't know what to do with the character, you, you they they can't just rely on the fact that it's this IP. They actually have to make good movies. There's a million reasons, but I yeah. am am curious about what you're saying because I feel like there is a chance that we are on solid ground with Gunn. That Zaslav mm. picked Saffron and Gunn. Yeah. And that he is going to let them do their thing for the next five years, seven mm-hmm. years is what they initially signed, right? It might have been. That have been sounds right. Seven, that sounds something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And we might see them really launch Superman, launch Batman, continue with the 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 Batman, and move forward with some of the other Swamp Thing. You know, we had that whole announcement. We might see, over the next five years, solid ground for the DC, what are we calling it, DCU?
0: I think it is just DCU, which is a little confusing, but sure.
1: (laughs) For the DCU. Mm -hmm. That would be wild and really cool. Because I think that Zaslav obviously cares most about one thing in the world, which is making money. And Mm -hmm. I think James Gunn is capable of making money. So, if we see something, if this first Superman comes out, and I'm calling it the first Superman, like, that's the title of
0: the... Yes. You know, but the first one of this new one.
1: If Superman comes out, and it does well in the box office, then I think we're in a really good spot. And I think it's going to do well, because we even had a Superman movie in 2000. 13?
0: Yeah, 2013. I think you're right. Uh, and, and when you talk about wait, is there a question on this? No, there wasn't. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So this this deals with the, the question. But I think I think you're right. I, I think if it does well, uh, before I get into these Discord questions, is there a chance? Uh, that it doesn't do well because superhero fatigue is real, and and people are less interested in superhero movies. And because you and I can like parse out the differences between Marvel and DC mm-hmm. and all that, but I do wonder if like general audiences are like superheroes are superheroes, and I'm just kind of over it.
1: No, because Superman. Okay, I really like when it comes to Superman, Batman, and Spider Man, I feel yeah. like the. Just the most average person, and mm-hmm. this is the rudest phrase ever, but also below average people. I don't mean below average as yeah. a human. I mean, like, below average in terms of knowledge for heroes. Yeah. They, if you say, name a superhero, if you just on mm-hmm. the street, name a superhero, Superman. Name yeah. a superhero, Superman. There, I was watching Family Feud the other day, and it was yeah. some question like, which superhero do you most want to uh, hang out with? Superman mm-hmm. is the number one answer. Yeah. And the next thing, which superhero do you most want to go on a date with? Superman. Which hero would Got you it. most want to grab a beer with? Superman. And it's like, Superman's actually not the right answer for that question. But that Yeah, it's just, as-
0: that's the one that, because for people that don't know Family Feud, it's like, we, we polled these people, they said this, whatever, and they the first one that came to their mind was probably Superman. Superman.
1: And that's because yeah. Superman is the household name. Of all superheroes, yeah. it's Superman. And we haven't yeah. had a Superman movie in so long that I just don't see a world... I mean, unless this movie is the worst movie that we've ever seen in comic book history, I think people have been clamoring for a Superman movie for a really long time. I think that they want to see what James Gunn has to do. I think they put in a very good actor who's well-trained to be Superman, who is people aren't going to be like, oh, we know him from this thing, this thing. He's relatively unknown. So it's more about the character than it is about the actor. And I think yeah. that Superman is going to annihilate for them. And then that will be the end of superhero fatigue for DC because then you want to see what they're doing. I could be yeah. wrong. I actually thought that Aquaman might make its money back. And I was clearly dead wrong about that one. So,
0: so I, I was with you. Just, it's just like exactly what you're saying, just off of goodwill of the original. But I guess that five-year gap, especially since Aquaman was already relatively isolated from the rest of... Um, being feeling interconnected, that's you know the fact that a decade,
1: happen. DJ, yeah. I was in my mid twenties when Yeah, that's
0: yeah, wild. That
1: junket in New York City. That's like <laughs> that. That was so long ago. They lost all yeah. goodwill and the a million yeah. other things. And I don't think so the Amber situation got- helped either. I'm calling it that because I do think that a lot of people were so, so bitter about everything that happened, and they didn't – and Warner Brothers was so timid about using her for press or anything either. I think that it didn't help gain traction for the movie, and the the up fans are just truly not so, so –
0: yeah, and I and I think that um, that definitely, and that I, I feel like you could you could argue that that is like the the people that would be really angry about it are isolated to to Twitter, and general audiences wouldn't have cared. But it definitely impacted in that in the final product. Like you can feel it. Like it it, it felt like one of those things that like. Uh, pick a lane either she's in the movie or not in the movie like you know you just need to you need to make a decision and i'm gonna be honest with you if fucking if you decided to hit your wagon to ezra miller you should have just committed that amber heard's in this movie right and d- right. done the movie you shot but you know whatever nobody asked me <laughs> um, right
1: i'm just saying that warner brothers i think let that really affect them in multiple different ways it's yeah. not the biggest impact of why the movie didn't do well but there's 50 reasons that the movie didn't perform
0: and one of the other ones is we talk about the five year gap. COVID's a part of that, obviously. You know what I mean? There's just a lot of things that, that worked against it. Uh, and I do think there were things they could have done to benefit their situation. Ooh, Roxy, I wish I could. You're going to watch it, so I won't. But I wish I could tell you what a wet fart sound the post credit scene is. So there
1: They're is a post credit scene, but it doesn't. There have is a right.
0: post credit scene, but it's just a it's just a dumb joke. Is it it's a like cameo it's a, or no? No. Okay. There's not one cameo, and it feels like at least do. Something as innocuous as like the shawarma scene at the end of Avengers. Like, hey, all our people have them. in. you, you set up, I think, in both cuts of Justice League, they set up like the Hall of Ju- Like, hey, this w- room is going to be the Hall of Justice. Look at the big table. Have them sitting at the table. Do something that says, hey, we. I, it was a mess, but here, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn here is here. Why? Who gives a fuck? Here, we, this is what we did. You know what I mean? Do something, and instead it's just Didn't the most-
1: Joe Manganiello? On a boat.
0: Discord questions. Um, bah, bah, bah. Let's see where we want to start with this. Um, let's start with this. This as we're, as we're putting the DCEU to bed, Mike Joyce asks, where do you think the DCEU went wrong? Was Zack Snyder the wrong choice?
1: It's like literally, I've never heard a question setting us up for failure more than that.
0: <laughs> well, listen, I'll take the bait. Yes, I think he was, uh, and not and not necessarily. I, I have my quibbles with him as a filmmaker, um, but I think I think just for audience response, like it, it, I feel like here in the future, it is safe to say that Zack Snyder's a divisive filmmaker. That's not what you want if you're trying to set up a universe of interconnected movies. And I think one of the issues was, I feel like a smarter, I feel like a Kevin Feige would have looked at the divisive response of Man of Steel and been like, all right, let's get in a new director for a couple of these movies and see what people respond. That's the, I I do think there's an argument to be made where you could have done like a Justice League, done a reverse, done a Justice League movie and then spin off the characters from that as opposed to build up. Mm-hmm. The benefit of the build up one is let's say before Batman V Superman or before justice league, we'd had, well, we did have wonder woman. Let's say they did a Superman, a Batman and a wonder woman. And then Zack Snyder did Superman. And that response was divisive, but uh, 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 Patty Jenkins did her wonder woman. And that was really great. It's like, all right, well maybe we're going to go more in the Patty Jenkins direction. Cause that's what audiences are responding to. than like doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on a filmmaker That isn't making you the money you want. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I will say on that, DJ, what's so difficult is that I I don't know that we could call Zack Snyder divisive until after this. It's not like before this he was the most divisive filmmaker. And additionally, I would say the same thing. But I actually think that Wonder Woman 84 aged so fucking poorly. When I watched it the first time during the pandemic, I was like, oh, okay, I like this movie. It wasn't the first one. But I actually think the movie is rather problematic. And I'm kind of shocked with how much I disliked it upon rewatch and was like, oh, I don't dig this movie. Uh, I think that the reason I'm saying that is that if you did double down and just say, yeah, let's go in the Patty direction. And I think Patty Jennings is a brilliant filmmaker. But I don't know that she had a good grasp on the DCEU either. Uh, yeah. so I think she had a really good grasp on the character of Wonder Woman., yeah. but the more involved she got, the less that I liked the second movie. So mm-hmm. just i'm I'm not sure i I think that it suffered from what Star Wars' uh, sequels suffered from, which is a lack of communication amongst filmmakers. People did not yeah, seem like they fair. were on the same page about what was going on in D.C. We had some contradictory character choices. You know, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who will be like, oh, I like Flash better in this movie than in this movie. I like Batman better in this movie than this movie. I like Superman better in this movie than in this movie. And it's not no. based on ca- character development. It's based on the fact yeah. that they're, they're playing different characters because... 'Cause there's no communication and they're trying to go off the script, right? Like yeah. so I don't know, I don't I, I absolutely can't blame Snyder for all of the DCEU. I think there was yeah. no major game plan. I think that they didn't have a Feige, which I'm not saying they needed Feige, but somebody overseeing the process. And that was functionally wasn't, a
0: showrunner. You needed a showrunner.
1: You need a showrunner for the yeah. universe you were creating, and that wasn't yeah. Zack Snyder's job. That's mm-hmm. not what he was brought in to do.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah, I think that yeah. now we have that and hopefully moving forward, we've got gold.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a really good point. And even to the degree that, not just that like Gunn and Saffron are the Feige, but the fact that like, here's our writers. We're taking pictures with our writers. Here are the people, here's our brain trust. And it's like, yeah, okay. So, So literally- we have photographic evidence that these people are sitting in a room talking to each other. You know what I mean? So so to your I think you made a really good point. And to your point, it's like, okay, well, this and also to me, for me, uh, when somebody like like uh uh James Gunn is like, yeah, we're not gonna cast until a script is written, it's like, oh my god, really? Oh my god, that's
1: so nice. And it should <laughs> be, that should be no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it not. should be should yeah. be
0: and it definitely feels a gun coming from the mcu world it feels kind of like a pointed like hey by the way <laughs> we're gonna, this is something we're doing that i'm not calling out any names i'm just saying we're doing it this way as opposed to maybe other people but i won't say yeah, yeah, yeah. um jake hefner asks since a common consensus of the dcu was largely more bad than good is there any aspect of it aspect of it that you hope gets brought forward to the new stuff or should trage- just or or should it just be relegated as being a lesson in what not to do?
1: I mean, I don't think we should move forward with any of the actors. Obviously, yeah. I think the characters should be brought forward because those yeah. are people. And I think that one of the things that I really hope gets brought forward is the, the fact that, um, you know, we had a Wonder Woman movie before we had a Black Widow movie. Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. And I... We had a
0: Harley Quinn movie before we had a Black Widow movie.
1: And it may... And the the Harley Quinn movie didn't do particularly well, even though I thought it was awesome. And I think that that movie... And
0: in its defense, it was right before... The pandemic. <laughs> right,
1: right. It was February, right? So just saying yeah. I, I think people, uh, audiences are like F this movie. And I'm like, that's crazy. That's actually a funny good movie. But
0: it's a really good movie. Yeah. I like it a lot.
1: But fine. The the thing that I'm hoping moves forward is that and this is gonna be so femme sounding, but women superheroes are can hold their own. And yeah. DC seems to at least they did seem to acknowledge and know that. My favorite mm-hmm. movie by far in the DCEU was Wonder Woman. I thought it had the most heart and I loved the the soul and the power and the softness that we brought to the character with the little moments like, oh, it's a baby and still mm-hmm. letting her feel um, all of the questions about like men, sexuality, when they're on the boat, The just such great scenes and moments and then having her just be the absolute most badass as Wonder yeah. Woman is supposed to be. I really hope that we are able to have uh, another specifically Wonder Woman who's awesome, but also a Supergirl that's awesome. Um, our, our next versions of the Gotham City Sirens, which is obviously less hero based, but yeah. still just that we go in with some dope chicas because Marvel did such a shit job with that. Uh, not that they didn't create characters that I really like, you know, Wanda was my favorite until what they did, but Mm -hmm. just that they didn't, they were like, these are ancillary characters on the outskirts as opposed to we center anything around them. And I think that DC hopefully realizes like, Oh, okay. That's something that we can really use moving forward. Uh,
0: To your point, uh, watching, we're going to talk about this in what if you want to check out what if patreon.com slash only stupid answers. But um on um, what we're into we're talking about i'm going to talk about what if and what we're into i got Sorry, what you were guys. saying it was so yeah, yeah, many it's, yeah so many questions I, what's so many what's uh what we're into i uh, want right. to talk about what if and what we're into if you want to listen to what we're into patreon.com slash only stupid answers got it but to your point a lot of like characters like nebula and peggy carter their best stuff is in what if <laughs> like their their, be, their best most interesting stuff is in an animated series it's like yeah what, you should have given nebula more to do in those movies anyway
1: and instead, uh, what I Marvel is doing is they're moving forward with Agatha. Like, what? F- fucking wild. That's who's getting a uh, show? Agatha?
0: Yeah, I guess because people... Wanda was so well-received, which also kind of... Uh, WandaVision was so well-received, well which is still kind of weird to me, but...
1: So weird to uh, me. I don't get that. And she's my favorite character.
0: Yeah. But I, to your point, and just on a... Uh, I, I agree with you completely. Um, and just on a practical level, like, you know, Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn... Made you money and were easily the best received of the characters. Uh and, and also to the degree that it, it is it is it is very unless Zoe Kravitz didn't want to do it. I don't know why we're getting a penguin show and not a Catwoman show. It's like yeah, one Catwoman's a bigger name. Zoe Kravitz was great in the role. Catwoman has had her own book for decades at this point. Yeah. What, give me that movie or show. Why are we doing a pain peng- Nothing against Colin Farrell's penguin, but why aren't we getting a Catwoman spinoff anyway? Um, totally. I, I Yeah, I totally agree with that. I I think you should look at the Wonder Woman movie to the point when you're talking about it, it's like, I wonder if that did do the sequel disservice because it takes place like, what, 40, 60 years late, 40 to 50 years later? Mm-hmm. And so now you don't get the fun aspect of the, somebody out of their own world learning our world. She's been here for decades. She knows everything. And so that is um, less playful at least than uh, the first one. But look at that movie. Look, I, I agree with Roxy that it's like if we're going to recast, just recast. The only one I think you get a, a pass on is Blue Beetle because he didn't share the screen with any of our previous cast. So for all we know, the Blue Beetle movie takes place in the new universe. Um, but um, as much as Margot Robbie ex well she's excels at everything but excelled in the role of harley quinn define that role for a lot of people it's like it's time. let's do something new you know what i mean like let's it also i'm sure she's down to like she's doing other things she's doing fine she doesn't need harley quinn um
1: when you and i were dream casting for all the roles harley quinn was the absolute easiest one to dream cast for and that has nothing to do with margot robbie not being great she's a stud but throw yeah. a rock and you could find a killer actress to play harley quinn it's not she's not that specific yeah. you could go with somebody of really so many different kind of looks um yeah. just, and it's a fun role that people would want to dig their teeth into so it's it yeah. is there's some more challenging roles to cast sometimes that's not one of them
0: that's not one of them um leonard kim says asks based on what you know so far do you predict that superman legacy we were already discussing that superman legacy will end up restoring faith in the public's perception of dc or hurting dc's image even further just to add to what we were saying i think it is almost literally impossible for superman legacy to hurt dc's image further not that a superman a new superman movie couldn't it's just one with this pedigree I I just really think it'd be very, everybody involved would have to forget all of their previous work and what they're doing and how to do it. (laughs) That would be uh, too many, even if I don't like it uh, it it can't possibly hurt DC's reputation any further. Uh, Will it restore faith in public? I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I think based on, um, and I even like Guardians Three. I, I, unlike everybody else, I had mixed feelings on the Guardians movies, but I did like Guardians Three a lot. I like Suicide Squad a lot. I like Peacemaker a lot. Um, I think there is, if audiences are receptive, are still receptive to superhero movies. I think there is is a chance. I do think it's a little weird. We spent a lot of time talking about Wonder Woman, and I had to realize, like, wait, we're going to get a Themyscira TV show, and not a Wonder Woman movie. And that feels a little weird to me. Like so, so hopefully, you know, some of those choices are pretty well thought out. And I'm a little worried. Like we compared the new Green Lantern show to to True Detective, and it's like that's something that I feel like Gun should be aware of, and maybe he won't be. You need to pay attention to it, the Green Lantern show shouldn't be R rated. You know, your core Justice League people should all be like PG thirteen. Suicide Squad maybe you can make R but like your core Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh Green Lantern, Flash, those should all be pretty accessible. If you're like Superman's PG-13, but the Green Lantern shows are it's like, mm, that's tricky.
1: Are we going Cyborg again?
0: Uh I no announcements that I know of. Um I if if as a fan, I would love like a Teen Titans or a Titans thing and have him hanging out with nightwing and the right Re- i i like cyborg better than the titans than the justice league personally um but um ray fisher's in rebel moon and he's good yeah. in it for all of the 10 minutes he's in that movie <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um mm-hmm. I, I, going to the initial question i agree with you totally um, yeah. on everything you just said and the only reason that i just asked that is i'm just thinking about all different avenues that they could possibly be taking and, like, yeah. um, it, as you're talking about, keeping everybody, keeping everybody PG, if family friendly, I guess, yeah. other than yeah. the characters that might call for something else. I'm going through everybody in my head, thinking if there's anybody else other than Blue Beetle, we could pull forward with us. And I yeah. guess that Ray Fisher would be the only one that I feel like maybe they mm-hmm. could move forward with, which would be a fascinating choice.
0: Yeah, I I would hazard at this point uh, he wouldn't he wouldn't do it. Um but he's very good. He's very talented. Yeah, he's I would very even, it'll be interesting to see, you know, there's already rumors that Jason Momoa has been cast in a different role in the DCEU and that'll be interesting if they do that, if they like bring back people in different roles.
1: He's been talking uh, about Lobo stuff a, a little bit more recently too. I've been seeing yeah. it the press.
0: And I've been I've been hearing some murmurs that that's that's where we're gonna go. And and truthfully, I think he'd be a better fit for that than uh, traditional Aquaman. Um I think that's what he thinks
1: w- too. His most recent interview, <laughs> I think he said, like, you know, I initially thought that I was being cast as Lobo and not Aquaman, because I think that's perfect or whatever. And I yeah. was like, Oh, is he angling or what's happening here?
0: Was, uh, what's going on? what's going on there? I will say the only other thing that might be tricky is we've got a lot of Justice League character announcements for Superman Legacy. And one of the complaints, fair or not, one of the complaints about the original DCUs that they rushed too headlong into, yeah. and it's like, we got a Guy Gardner in a Superman movie. Hold on, maybe we're moving too fast, everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 we'll see. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. yep. yep.
0: Please listen, don't stop DC. Please. we've uh, suffered so long? Um, listen, listen. This is the new year. Now's the perfect time to be hopeful. We're going to be hopeful. And on that note, Roxy, what should the kids be looking out for from you?
1: You know, I'm really excited because I'm part of this new awesome movie that you guys are going to be able to help support called Gunplay. And uh, that's what they should be looking out for. Yes. Throw up that banner. Go make sure that you click on the notify me when launch happens. You just go to GunplayMovie.com. Be on the lookout for that, and then I I did an interview for CW this week about uh, Always Lola, which I was stoked about. Um, That's which wild. Which was very cool. Uh, thanks to my friend Brad Gilmore, who's the best, and he just during the show messaged me that it dropped. So I'll be posting that too, which is cool. Uh,
0: take a look at that. Did you when you were doing it? You're like, hey, so what? CW, what do y'all what? What do y'all do now? What's what do you what do you do?
1: <laughs> I, I, during this conversation, DJ, I've just been thinking to myself like I miss television, DC te- <laughs> like I know that it, it got tough at the end, but remember yeah. when Supergirl and Flash and Arrow were bomb?
0: Yeah, it is, it is easy to forget when you talk about these DCUs. Like, well, we did have we did have Arrow and the Flash and Supergirl and Legends Tomorrow, so oh, it's Legends. not like we we were completely left in the cold. It'd just it be fun. nice. like these characters and they didn't let us have batman and superman well they did let us have super we do there's a superman show on and i stopped watching it after one season i stopped watching it too and that's
1: a bummer because it was good
0: it was good you can find me at dj talks trash as roxy just so eloquently mentioned gunplaymovie.com hit that notify me on launch button it would do it would make our hearts grow two sizes um and you can find me at dj talks trash and follow this show everywhere that matters at only stupid eight answers but on twitter slash x you ain't got
1: the vowels from stupid oh. i
0: just want it to become t- twitter again uh, thank you all for joining us and we will see you next time